This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to Debbins On Demand. It is, once again, still bring your fiancé to work week, a thing that we definitely maybe totally made up, but it's still it's a, th- it's still a thing. So Ariel, my fiancé, is joining us again today. Hello. It's great to be back for Bring Your Fiance to Work Week, which is a very real week. Definitely a really a, a real thing, right? This yeah. could catch on. All of these like random uh, made up national holidays, and people are like, "Oh, it's National like Banana Split Day." They started somewhere with somebody. I do feel like I was deprived because as a kid, my parents could never bring me to work with them because my dad works. Why not? Well, my dad travels for work, so my dad's That's a technical right. director for ESPN, so he was where the games were, so we couldn't just like go for a day in the middle of the school year. Well, but didn't you? Didn't he bring you on trips? Yeah, but sometimes. It, but it wasn't like for like bring your kid to to work day. Right. That's like true. that was a day. I remember right. like all the second graders missed school to go to work with their parents. And my mom was a therapist. And I'm pretty sure that when you're a therapist, you're not allowed to bring your kid into sessions. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> It'd be bad for everyone involved. It's like, I'm sorry, I want to tell you about these things, but like I'm distracted by this small child. Actually, I had a situation like that where, so I went, you know, I'm going with this. Yeah. So I at one point tried doing one of those, I won't say the name of the company, but one of those like teletherapy things where I was a lot of Skype uh, or, you know, video chatting and, uh, and sometimes it was on the phone. And the therapist, she was lovely, but really overworked and really like trying to cram in too much. There were a couple of situations where her kids would pop in because she was working from home. And then the one time she had me on in the car with her kid, picking up her kid from school. And I'm like, yeah, I just don't, I don't love this. I don't love it. Yeah. I feel like it goes against some like yeah. stuff they have to sign. Which is why I'm not and, saying, I'm not saying the name yeah. of the company. I eventually, I terminated her. Um, gosh, that, sounds that sounds way worse. So yes, yeah, so I, I loved bring your kid to work day. My dad's an electrical engineer. So as a kid, he, we did that and he brought me into like the lab and we had to, I had to put this like ankle bracelet on. It felt like I was under house arrest, but apparently that's a thing you have to, because you have static electricity. So if you touch certain electronics in the lab and you're not wearing this thing, you can wreck stuff. And I'm sure if my dad listens to this, he's going to be like, it's not actually, like, I'm probably describing it wrong, but I wore, maybe he was just trying to track me. I don't know, but that's what they told me. They put something on my ankle and they said I needed to do that. Uh, today, by the way, is the, I'm curious what you think about this. It's the first day you can get pumpkin spice lattes at Starbucks. It's August 30th. Does that feel, can we wait till September? I'm pretty sure Duncan released them like two weeks ago. Oh, that's like having Christmas cookies in October. Yeah, but. 
Yeah. Are you here for it? No, I'm not here for it. I'm just That's saying fine. I'm that, not judging. Like, I, know, I, I realize it sounds like I'm that. judging. They, they, I was at Wegmans yesterday and they had all the Halloween stuff out. Everything's like a month or two before it should be. Yeah. It's like basically still Christmas and Valentine's Day stuff come into the, you know, the grocery stores and, and whatnot. But I'm really not ready for summer to end. So this one, I think to me is the most annoying. Yeah. They had Oktoberfest beer already set up at Wegmans like a month ago. Yeah. It's horrible. So I was thinking about something. Um, yesterday we were talking about this two-year-old's birthday party that we went to. Right. And we have a lot of children in our life all of a sudden of varying ages. And I've realized that I have no concept of what to buy for children at really any developmental stage of their lives. Like I'll buy a book for a six-year-old for a one-year-old or try to pick out a book for a newborn for a three-year-old and just like- It's hard to it's know. It's hard. You just don't know. Also, some of them have age ranges. It'll be like two to eight. Yeah. It's like, really? Is it really that? Yeah. I really don't know. And then I, like the woman at the store was trying to help me and she was like, well, it depends on if they're an advanced, you know, two-year-old. And I'm like, well, I don't know. It's not my child. I haven't given this kid an IQ test. I don't yeah, know where they I really they stand. don't know. But it's made me gain a level of appreciation um, for my extended family. Because growing oh, yeah? up, there there weren't any cousins, my sisters in my age. And we got some really, really strange gifts that I was like, Ooh. oh, it's bizarre that as a 10-year-old, I'm being given a really fancy watch, you know? <laughs> did you think, as a 10-year-old, though, did you know any different? Or did you think, like, this is what you get when you're 10? No, I knew that it wasn't an age-appropriate watch. <laughs> okay. It wasn't the watch I wanted. Is this like a Rolex? Yeah. Um, and then the other one that really sticks out to me was my aunt, when I was like five, gave me this sweatshirt that there are photos of me wearing where it's dragging on the ground behind me. And my mom what? would have to like roll my sleeves up like four times for it to fit. There are also photos of me wearing this senior year of high school so you, when it actually fit me as a real live human. Well, first of all, how did it not disintegrate by the time you made it to senior year? If you were wearing it from like childhood, I'm surprised it was still intact. Wendy being, really knows how to do the laundry well. Yes, your mother really does. Um, I, I wonder if, though, so I guess there's there's two ways to interpret this. There, one, she just didn't know you. She was just like, yeah, I, Ariel is my niece, and she could be anywhere from 5 to 40. We don't really know. She's not paying attention. Uh, or two, she wanted something that you could, like, you know, grow up with to be like, every time you wear this hoodie, it's like, oh, she's here. See, you know? like, I get that for, honestly, even the watch potentially yeah. or like jewelry. Like there was definitely jewelry that I got when I was young or like for my bat mitzvah that mm -hmm. wasn't really meant for me at that age. That was meant for me when I got older. But I do feel like with clothing, you go to a children's <laughs> store. Right. This was from like guess, like a normal adult uh -huh. store. Uh -huh. It was probably like an extra small, but that's the size I wear now. Uh -huh. You know, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't an extra small for a five-year-old. Do you still have this somewhere in our house? It's not here. I don't know. We, we can look next time we're at my parents' house. I would love it if you're like, and this is what I'm wearing now <laughs> at 30. <laughs> it's not. I know that. I know the listeners can't see me, but it's not. It's true. Yeah, you're wearing overalls. I'm, I'm a fan of overalls, by the way. In general, I can't pull them off. That's the one thing. I see them and I feel jealousy, um, but I think they look good. Yeah, it felt like fall, but then it started pouring and now I don't even know if I'm dressed for the weather. So school is starting for a lot of people um, and you can really go to school for almost anything nowadays. There's some really, I didn't realize how many highly specific and slightly bizarre college majors actually exist. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Uh, you can major in bowling management and technology. All as one major? 
Uh, yeah, it's bowling management and technology. So the technology of bowling. The technology of like, well, there's a lot of gears and thingamabuggers <laughs> back there, you know? Um, that's at Vincennes University. You can major in that. Okay. You can major in bagpiping at Carnegie Mellon University. Huh. And this is this is the only place you can major in this. You can major in, at Southern Illinois University, a master's program in blacksmithing, which is something I didn't think people did for 500 years. Yeah, and I feel like when they did it, it was an apprenticeship type of thing. So that's yes. really, really like doubling down on that degree. Yeah, I mean, the bagpipe, you know, I think is the one that, is that marketable? You got St. Patrick's Day. You know, day. I do feel like I see bagpipers more often than I see blacksmiths with <laughs> master's degrees. Well, okay. So I, to be fair, though, let's just let's throw out the fallacy there. Though you see, you, it's not like the blacksmiths have they're like doing their stuff with the metal in the street. Like you know, you can tell when someone's bagpiping. You know, <laughs> people aren't just like churning hot metal in front of our driveway in a parade. I guess that's true, but I mean, you can get a degree in most instruments. So I feel like bagpiping's not yeah, that true. far out. A master's degree in blacksmithing, I have questions about. My main question, though, is is like blacksmithing, is that different than just working with molten metal? Because I have a buddy who uh, works at he's I don't know what his actual job title would be, but he works at a, a plant in which they take molten metal and they make like bullets and diff- other stuff like that. Is he a blacksmith? Yeah, he I have no idea. He didn't need even a bachelor's for that, though. So to be a master blacksmith. Yeah, when I think of blacksmiths, I think of like making horseshoes. Yeah, I think and, of like, like going to the Genesee Country Museum, I, yeah, which I think was of, my favorite place to go as a kid. It's true. Maybe that's what you do. I was thinking of the Renaissance Festival, but same same thing. Yeah. That <sighs> makes me feel like my, my degree is actually a lot more useful. English? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you should have done a double blacksmithing. I mean, I have a minor in social justice, so. Social justice and blacksmithing. Yeah. <laughs> I would love to say that in an interview. <laughs> um, I have this, so I have this theory. And I'm curious what your thoughts are because uh, even though you, you were an English major, you ended up in the marketing field. So yeah. you know about that. Um, I have this theory that marketing nowadays is really just how can we like shock people the most by like coming out with some ridiculous promotion that just gets people talking like it's not about like tv advertisements as much here's why where i'm getting at with this uh so mountain dew is currently running a a very strange promotion where they're offering to fly a mountain dew lover to las vegas so they can marry a can of alcoholic hard mountain dew marry the can marry the can technically the ceremony is not legally binding so you know even though like we're getting married you could go if you want, you know, I would support that. Uh, but this isn't like the only, I mean, you can just, you know, free trip to Vegas. Um, companies do this with food too. Like earlier in the summer, uh, Velveeta said they were creating cheese martinis, the Veltini, and like actually having those in bars. Oscar Mayer. Yeah. Oscar Mayer. I just talked about this on my radio show uh, the other day. They have, they're in some select cities, they're selling cold dogs, which are hot dog flavored popsicles. Oh. Yeah, I picture like hot dog water. They froze it. No one's ever said, I w- I'd like to drink that water, please. Yeah, I guess my real question, so but not- go, Sorry, go ahead, please. Yeah, well, so not only like am I in marketing, but I've been working in the market research industry. Right. Where we think a lot about, obviously, advertising, innovation, and all of that. And mm-hmm. most things before they go to market get tested with the target customer groups. Sure. 
my question with these gimmicky things, which I guess is sort of just asking the same question you're asking, mm-hmm. is was that tested or is the the goal not, are people actually going to like these weird hot dog flavored popsicles, no. which I just can't imagine test well in any market. Right. Is it more of a gimmick to get that sort of shock factor to set yourself outside of a very cluttered marketplace? I think it's, I'm sorry, you weren't done talking. I'm sorry. No, that's about it. I mean- it's like free advertising, right? Because because right yeah. now I just mentioned Velveeta, I, I mentioned Oscar Mayer, and I mentioned Mountain Dew, and they didn't pay us anything. It's true. A- opposed to if they did a traditional ad, they would have to pay us. Yeah, and like something like Mountain Dew marrying the can is weird and out there, mm-hmm. but that's not something that's them coming up with kind of a product that makes me queasy. Which is a, a big cheese thing. martini <laughs> and a hot dog popsicle are both things that I'm like, oh. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it. I think some, I read on the internet that some people liked it. The cheese martini. The the Veltini. Mm. Well, I'm allergic to dairy, so I can't try it. But yeah, um, that sounds like if the anyone opposite. listening has tried it, please let us know how uh, how you felt. Ugh. Maybe we're just not the target audience. I don't. I don't think so. Maybe it's but like people in Wisconsin. I've been. They love cheese. Oh, that's true. But they're doing it at bars in like New York City and stuff like that. They're not going to like a, a dive bar in uh you know in cheese country where people are wearing the cheese hats like Packers fans. <laughs> Um, so I went to the doctor last week and I'm curious if this is a, a weird thing or if anybody else shares this love. Uh, I don't generally, I don't really like going to the doctor. Not my biggest thing, but there's one part in particular I really actually enjoy. And that is getting my blood pressure taken. You're giving me a face. I'm going to yep. take the face as you don't agree. There's something about like the squeeze, like Like the squeezing of the arm that almost feels like a massage. Like it's like oddly soothing. I could have someone take my blood pressure daily and I would be, I would be happy about that. So I'm, I'm going to guess that. Okay. So I, my theory was correct. This is weird. I mean, I hate every single thing about going to the doctor and try to go as infrequently as possible. So I might just have it all lumped as one thing in my brain, but I think it's weird. I'm with you. I mean, like I, I have this weird, like rash thing like irritation on my skin and like i'm pretty sure it's from the doctor like i went in for a physical and i I think i brought this home um but the silver lining for me is the blood pressure being taken i mean some people there's there's a lot of things that people uh like that a lot of others don't i have a friend who she's actually a, a news broadcaster in buffalo um who has always been a big proponent of going to the dentist she Ooh. loves it my I, mom I, loves going to the dentist why I don't know. I hate it. I'm not a big fan. No, I, I, I dentists are, are fine people. I don't like seeing you. Yeah. I think many... my problem with going to the dentist is that the hygienists are always chatty with their fingers in your mouth. And then you're like, I would answer you, but I can't. And then they, they just do your job. They yell at you sometimes. Yeah. I've had them ask, literally, I've had them ask me questions and I start to respond and they say, no, honey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what? They're like it, the it makes opposite. For a very confusing. Experience. I've always thought that the the dentist, like the hygienist, in particular, was like the opposite of going to therapy, right? Where like you pay to talk to the therapist and they just nod, but the dentist just wants to talk to you and you say nothing. Um, I also like the smell of gasoline. I feel like that's kind of kind of like off the beaten path too. I don't hate the smell of gasoline. And sometimes cigarettes, but I think it's because my grandpa smoked growing up, so there's like a little bit of a nostalgia. It's like grandpa, you know. That I, I, you know, kind of feel with that. You know, the one thing I like that I think most people probably don't is getting my eyebrows waxed. Ooh. Yeah. Like, 
And I don't just mean the aftermath when I go in looking like a woolly mammoth and I come out looking <laughs> nice and quaffed. I quaffed. Great, actually great find word. the experience extremely relaxing. Mm-hmm. Similar to the dentist, my girl Julia mostly just talks at me. <laughs> hot wax is applied to my face. Hot wax? Hot wax. You feel the little tiny hair particle, particles get Ugh. ripped out. It, it's so relaxing. It, is, there, is it like one of those things where it's just, just a, a low enough bit of pain you know how just like just a little bit of pain sometimes feels kind of good yeah, it's like a friendly tingle with a smidge of ow it's a friendly pain yeah it doesn't it sounds so un- unappetizing to me do you like waxing in general like if someone were to like wax like 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 if you had like an upper lip like would you enjoy that like any kind oh, yeah, of yeah i get my my upper lip waxed when i get my eyebrow. it's all part of the same thing it feels amazing but consider the upper lip the eyebrow of the mouth like isn't that a thing People. I have no idea, but I do know I've that when I get my eyebrows done, I also get my upper lip done. No one ever called it the eyebrow of my lip. The, I've heard, I didn't come but up I'm, with that. I'm including it in this entire experience. I yeah. have heard someone call mustaches the eyebrow of the mouth. Um, but so you enjoy that little bit of pain, huh? I really do. Yeah. Ugh. Well, that's cool. Okay. I feel a little bit less weird about liking the blood pressure being taken. By the way, if you are looking for something to do on Saturday, uh, movie tickets across the country are going to be three bucks for all movies, most places for National Cinema Day. Um, I know AMC is doing this. I know Regal is doing it. So there's definitely places around Rochester. I don't know if like all the little mom and pop shops are doing that. Uh, but three dollars. Just throwing that out there. Uh, apparently, the Bills have an official team apple. A what? An apple. You familiar with the apple, the fruit? Uh, they, they, <laughs> yeah, I'm familiar with the apple. Have you heard fruit. of it? Uh, apparently, the Bills have an official team apple. It is the. That they all share. It's a sponsor. Uh, the Bills are now they have an official sponsor that is the Snapdragon apple, which were apparently invented because you can invent apples now uh, at Cornell University, but are like that's where they started, but now they're sold across New York State, and they're an official team sponsor. They're actually going to be available at the stadium. Okay, when you said the Bills have an official team apple, yeah. I was envisioning like one apple that, <laughs> that they're, they're all like passing around and taking a bite out of. For good luck? Yeah, I don't know. No, it's like, well, we always hear about like, oh, we're like Bud Light, the official sponsor of the Buffalo Bills or something like that, but now it's like, oh, Snapdragon apples, like the official I don't apple. I the idea that we can get an apple at a Bills game. No, I think I'll be less hungover if I have an apple instead of like a bucket of cheese with a couple nachos to dip in, you know? I don't know that apples are going to do much for your hangover, but I think that it's still a nice option. I agree. It just kind of threw me off, but I, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. The one thing, though, is that, so they said they're going to be available at the stadium. I'm hoping that they're not in vending machine form because every time I see Ooh, like vending yeah. machines that have like old bags of carrots, I'm like, well, really? You know, or like apple slices. And I want like a bushel. I want to, I hope they have like bushels of apples that you can just grab. Yeah, like fresh, public market style. Fresh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you're a big walker. Yes. Would you be down to walk from New York City to Canada? How long is that walk? 500 miles. There's a dude who's doing that. Is he uh, going to sing the song by the Proclaimers the I entire time? I was wondering that. He's got, you've got to, right? Yeah. The enti- like the entire the time. The entire time. And then when he when he's done, he's just gone completely crazy. Yeah. Uh, he's doing it to honor the 200th birthday of Harriet Tubman. And um, so he's not walking. Like No one really knows the exact route that, she, that, that, that the Underground Railroad was on. But there are a lot of places within New York State mm-hmm. that were on that, uh, including my grandparents' house. 
I think you knew that. I did. Yeah, yeah. My my grandparents, their house, there's a it's now collapsed, but there's a tunnel that was used uh, in between their house and their barn. It was used on the Underground Railroad. Anyways, he just passed through Rochester, by the way, this guy. And he stopped at Mount Hope Cemetery. 500. His legs are going to be jacked. Yeah. By uh, by the end of that. I think I'd do it if it was like on a mission with like other people and like nicely like spread out. You want to do it solo? I would definitely not do it solo because I would go crazy because I would be singing to myself the entire time. <laughs> but I don't know. I think I think I'd be down. I think you would. Yeah. Like take some time off work and and make it a thing. New York State's pretty. It is. I hope he's done by winter, though. Oh, yeah. I really no do. No one wants to be walking into Canada in the middle of winter. No, definitely not. Do do lots of people snack in bed? Is this a thing that... So you... Okay, so you know that I am... Um, I very often will have cashews next to the bed because I sometimes will, you know, as one does, get hungry in the middle of the night and then need just a couple just a couple cashews, but I don't want to get out of bed and, like, walk downstairs, right? So as one does, they keep cashews next to the bed. Um, I'm wondering how consistently people actually snack in bed. You're giving me a face to, like, yeah, this is weird. Am I wrong? That you keep cashews next to the bed? That I've eaten in bed. No, yeah, you definitely keep cashews next to the bed. Not always, not always. I go through phases. So... I think from my limited experience with, I don't know, people eating in the middle of the night. <laughs> just me, pretty much. It's is just I'm you. probably the only person you've ever been with that eats in the night. Like this, yeah. Okay. I feel like definitely there are people who are like bed hangouters, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I don't really like being in bed unless I'm sleeping because I have really bad insomnia and like mm. that can like mess with it. But definitely if you're watching TV in bed, Mm-hmm. At the end of the night, sure. you'll bring your bag of chips or whatever you'd have on the couch with you. And that feels like a very normal thing to do. It's the cashews next to the bed. Just, you know, grab a handful in the middle of your sleep. You brought a uh, bowl of chicken into our bed like four <laughs> weeks ago. It was one time. You, it was one time, to be fair. But I, you went to, uh, I, who did you see at CMAC? What what uh, oh, um, artist? Was it Luke Bryan? Or no, it was Chris Stapleton. Chris Stapleton. She comes home. It was like one in the morning or something like that. I'm I'm fast asleep and I wake up to this woman, my fiance, uh, next to me in bed, just eating. You heated up this. It was like a bowl of shredded chicken, uh, just chowing, just <laughs> chowing away. And then, by the way, I got up to pee and there's like I almost tripped on dishes in our bedroom. So I'm sorry if there's cashews next to the bed. The reason I brought this up, by the way, uh, new survey found that 80 percent of people said that feeling crumbs in their bed can lead to a bad night of sleep. Which apparently means yeah, that, that there's... Sense. It makes sense, but it also means that there's 20%. They're like, crumbs in the bed? No problem. You know? <laughs> I don't think anyone wants that, but apparently only 80% uh, thinks... Uh, I am, like I've like you. i mentioned, I'm all eat for eating in bed, but I think you can do that without leaving crumbs. I mean, we're a civilized society, right? It depends on what you're eating. Chicken doesn't leave a lot of crumbs. If you... Oh my gosh. If you left pieces of chicken in the bed... If I woke up next to a dirty chickeny fork... I would have been <laughs> furious. 33% of people, by the way, on the survey said that they would consider eating in bed a dating deal breaker. I'm glad I didn't bring that up too early. Like, I'm glad that I waited to to debut the, the cashews next to the bed uh, for a long time till you were hooked. You know, do you think that would have been a deal breaker? If like the first time you slept over, I was just like cashew. 
Well, if you off, if you woke it, if you woke me up to <laughs> offer me cashews in the middle of the night, I wouldn't have woken you up. I would have if you happened to be awake and you, I saw you know you, all, hmm, you're not properly. It would have been rude not to. You know, I'm hospitable, right? Anyways, uh, here is a random fact that we will end on on Devin's on demand. Did you know there are two ATMs in Antarctica? No, just in case you're there and you need cash for some reason. There are actually ATMs there. Who fills that up? There's also a post office, by the way, in Antarctica. I actually did know that. Yeah. Which makes sense. People do the mail. But who who's who has that route? Right? My goodness. Anyways, another Debbins on demand for you here tomorrow afternoon. Hope that uh, everyone has a great night. And thank you again, Ariel, for hanging. Anytime. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.